Becky Marie Beyer here, welcoming you to Season 3. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And let's get growing! Listeners, have you heard my most recent interview with J.M. Fortier? Did you know that he started an awesome new venture called Growers and Company, where they have a magazine that's printed that comes out twice a year that highlights the amazing farmers that he's taught personally. So you're going to learn from people who are practice, putting his practices into place on their farms. If you want to be a better farmer, you definitely want to subscribe to this magazine. That's going to be like a coffee table item on your shelf. And then the other thing, part of Growers and Company is there, he's created tools that he uses on his farm that he's like studied. You know, he got to travel all around the world when he wrote his book, The Market Gardener. If you don't have that, you absolutely have to get a copy of it. But he's he's he got to go travel to all these farms and then he would look at tools that they had in the hardware stores or using in these other farms, brought them back to his farm, you know, talked to a developer, came out with some really cool tools. Like he talks about his broad fork. The handles are just wood and that helps it make it light, but it's sturdy. It's just the exact kind of broad fork that I want. Um They've got other really cool weeders and different things. And then he's got farmware that he designed that will keep you dry and keep you out there. I know with my, one of my big barriers was my garden shoes. So he's got boots and just great things that are stylish, comfortable, but most of all, they're going to keep you warm and dry when you're out in your garden doing all that hard work. So growers and company growers.co check it out get something for your favorite gardener definitely get a small scale farmers are changing the world t-shirt for your favorite farmer marker vendor do you belong to a csa i'll bet you want to get them a christmas present this year it doesn't have to be on time i know it might be late when you're hearing this but make sure you support growers.co um their stuff is super affordable the canadian exchange right now um, I just bought something for someone, um, a present for Kathy from the composters because I go to her laughter yoga with her. And I think it said it was like $25 and then, it, but it only took $20 out of my bank account. So I, I probably shouldn't be talking about the Canadian exchange, but I know his things are affordable. I researched broad forks and what they cost. I, you know, it, it's a great deal. You will get so much use out of that tool. Um, so support Growers and Co. Join the amazing Patty Armbruster and I Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Montana Standard Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific for Grow Live on YouTube. Patty Armbruster is going to ask your questions. You can submit them ahead of time and we'll be prepared with the answers. Uh, what do you want to know? We're starting out talking about selecting seeds, but she's going to answer everything from how to process local meats to you know, what pests are good or, you know, what plants are good to bring in beneficial insects into your garden. Just, we all know Patty knows so much about everything. I'll be asking the questions. She'll be answering them. We're going to be doing this on YouTube live Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Montana Standard Time, 10 Central, 11 Eastern, Saturday mornings on YouTube Grow live with Patty and Jackie. Quick.
<laughs> Erica Tucker, and we are recording in the house. <laughs> Listeners, I, I am going to jump right into this call because this girl is going to drop so many golden seeds. You are just going to love it. Uh, I do want to tell her really quick, it's super easy to edit, so if you need to help your kids or let the dog out or get a drink or think about something, no problems. But other than that, uh, I'll just introduce you and we'll go from there. Cool. Awesome. Welcome to the Green Organic Garden. It is Saturday, January 9th, 2021, and I have one of the most amazing rock star millennials on the line. She's actually one of the very first students I ever taught, and now she has two kids of her own that she is raising. She's growing food. She's got the cutest little, most awesome greenhouse nursery business in Eureka. Uh, is the only place I bought real flowers from last year. I wanted to spend more. She's just going to drop golden seed after golden seed. I will be quiet. Erica, welcome to the show. Tell listeners <laughs> a little bit about yourself. Uh, hello. Oh, you did a pretty good job there. Um, yes, my name is Erica Tucker. I do. I got two kids, Silas and Joy. That's Joy's greenhouse. I get called Joy an awful lot, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I I cannot wait for spring, but it's kind of nice to have a break at the moment, honestly. Um, I don't know. My husband's a psychiatrist. He's sweet. <laughs> he helps me out a lot. Um, I was thinking, actually, about, like, explaining how I got two layers of plastic, and I thought, you know, I really don't know, because he did it all. <laughs> like, he, he got the instructions and whipped it out and did it all for me so he's a great help um yeah i'm excited for this season that's uh about all about me uh i guess <laughs> so erica i always start my show asking about your very first gardening experience like who were you with what did you grow were you a kid were you an adult like did you grow with your parents like where grandparents did you start when after you had your family, tell us about your first gardening experience. Um, so I grew up on a farm. I had we had cows and chickens and turkeys and everything and quite a big garden. But I don't think I mean I was more interested with like taking a nap with the pig than I was actually doing the gardening. <laughs> so the gardening <laughs> the gardening happened a little bit later when I was like in my teens and yeah, I definitely remember my dad would always kill, and he did such a good job that the dirt was just fluffy, so you wouldn't really want to walk out there, you know, in your shoes. You'd just be like, ah, take off the shoes, let's do bare feet. And, you know, making the rose. Um, I actually found a, a really old video, like, on my old camcorder of me as a older teenager, and I was, like, trying to have it done. <laughs> failing massively and like I was like well everything's pretty much dead oh look there's a field of <laughs> so you know it, it was like I was so interested in it but I didn't know where to start and so I kept like having little bits of success and I went wow I love this and then something awful would happen and I'd be a little down in the dumps and then I'd try again and Again, something would happen. But, you know, you learn 
you learn something every time. So it, it, it gets to be fun after you get a few, you know. Successes uh, under your belt. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um, how that. did you learn how to garden organically and how to like, what was one of those very first lessons that just kind of always stuck with you? Um, I guess I I did start out at Eureka Lawn and Garden Center and I worked there for a few years. Um, I've been gardening like long before then, you know, and just having like plants everywhere, especially early spring. I got like a big panel, big T5 panel and like my whole house and every window would just be covered in anything plant. Um, and then we were gifted actually, uh, like a six foot tall, 15 year old banana tree. And that was cool. So we, we had that for a while. Never got bananas, but it was still just kind of like, so you did know, you keep the big... it indoors in the house? I kept it indoors. Um, except in the summer I did put it outside. Um, it wow. just. Yeah, it's just it didn't make it out the door very easily. You kind of had to angle. And <laughs> how are we going to get this thing out the door? Um, yeah, but and then my Lilacoy, I have a passion fruit vine that I I got when Joy was born. It was only supposed to live three years, really, you know. But then I think it must have put off like a side shoot or it must have, something happened and it's still going. So. Mm, it it produces the most beautiful flowers, but unfortunately, that variety is self sterile. So, you know, I got I got more. I got a few others later on that are back in my like laundry room that are taking over. <laughs> it's kind of cool. My laundry room kind of looks like a just giant garden, um, <laughs> but and and it's just self fertile. So. When it finally decides to bloom, I might get some passion fruit. Who knows? <laughs> but oh. yeah, uh, sorry. I'm just like, it, it, that's more recent, though, I guess. But um, yeah, I just have always liked lots of plants. Um, my big, let's see, the big lessons that I've learned. Oh, don't always know where you're getting your. Um, like your not your fertilizer but like your um soil your potting soil yeah well i i had gone to get um because you know i was a kid or well you know or like young really young and trying to go to cheaper i'm like wow the jump has some really good um like you know they take all the old logs and they mix it up and stuff and my brain is just not coming up with the word, of course. <laughs> um, you mean like telephone uh, poles? The old... No. Wood? Like wood chips? Well, no. no, I mean like it, it would... Um, compost. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> so it, they make their own compost there. But the problem is the quality is, you know, they're just trying to not they're just trying to use it and make it into something that could be useful. And unfortunately, I believe I had called the extension in uh, Bozeman, I think it was. And they had said that what happened was somebody put some hay on there or some, um, some cattle manure that had some herbicide in it. 
So everything grew amazing. And then all of a sudden, everything started twisting and turning and doing some weird stuff. And all of a sudden, all my plants were doing some really weird things. And I'm like, what is going on? And it turns out that whatever was in that compost had just wrecked my plants and caused them to just go wacky on me. They kind of, it's almost like everything twists and turns and ever since then it was like, okay. (laughs) I think there was a huge problem with that in our valley because Peggy Jean, who used to work at Stewart's Nursery, who was one of my Uh very first guests, said they had huge problems with people coming in and being like, well, I got this compost from somewhere locally, this manure or whatever. And they had that problem. And we are very, like, that is one of Mike and my's biggest struggles. And we have allotted $300 of our stimulus check to go down to, we drive down to Big Arm and get two of those giant white bags. Um, Is it Pico? Yeah, to Pico because of that problem, because that is just a huge problem. And also it happened to Jacqueline Freeman over in Washington who talks about treatment-free bees. That is a huge problem in the United States. Like one lesson people have said, so like, I think you are not, you are far from the only person, and especially (laughs) in our valley that has that trouble. And Mike and I are even still debating like the straw that I've been using that I bought. He's like, yeah, the guy told you it was chemical free, but really he feels like he's just telling me that. And like, if it was organic, they'd be charging us organic prices and, and they would be saying, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's like really sketchy about this straw that I've been using for the chickens all. And that I mulched a lot of my beds with that. I'm all like, like, yeah, I mulched, but like Mike's like, (laughs) I wish you weren't putting that stuff on there. I'm pretty sure it has chemicals. And I'm like, but the guy told me it didn't, he wouldn't lie to me. And so we'll see Uh, what happens. It happens. Yep. And then you, I mean, and there's a, there's a lesson you're like, Oh, it was, and it's fun, almost kind of fun to look back and try to figure out, Oh, what was it? what caused this, you know, because other than that, it was like, I was, I was like, oh, here's some bat corner, and here's some, you know, and now I, I sadly, uh, I gave my chickens to my dad when I had my, my son, because I was like, you guys are probably going to starve to death if I don't, like, rehome you, (laughs) so this, but yes, stimulus check, it was like, I, my husband's fault. He's gonna go get some new work bags, so he gets his own little thing. But I was like, "Well, honey, I want a chicken coop and bees." <laughs> He's like, "Isn't that expensive?" I'm like, "Yeah, but it's gonna be worth it." <laughs> and what so, better uh, way to invest your stimulus check? You know, like yeah. Um, I mean, I I think it's uh, bees are big, and that's and we need honey. I got, we like, need. We need honey in the vat. Like people were posting, I've been trying to find local honey, and there's only one honey person, and I just struggle with them. And so I'm like, I want a different. I would, and they're in Libby. We need a Eureka honey yeah. person. So if you yeah, can get the bee, Mike and I, we've we've spent a lot of money on bees, but we just can't seem to keep them here. I don't know. They've died or they swarmed. Yeah. We've we've bought. Yeah, they are expensive, like 150 bucks a pop, but. Um, yeah. so we don't have bees. Yeah. We still don't have bees. 
I can always, I I read directly after I ordered that solitary bees are actually the real the real head honchos. I mean, you know, they're the ones who like kick butt when it comes to pollination. And I need to look more into that because I just kind of read just a little blip, and I was like, "What? No way!" Well, we, you know what? So, I did do the rent Mason B thing last spring. That's what I was. Yep, that's what I was gonna ask. But I don't know if it I, worked or not. Because <laughs> we well, didn't have a good year. I don't know. I might have done something wrong again. It was the the year before. I did like the worst crime ever, and I thought it said they were gonna chew through the thing, but they weren't good. You have to remove the tape. I thought the tape was the thing it was talking about. I didn't read the instructions right. And so when I finally removed the tape after like anxiously staring at it for days and days, <laughs> Oh, it was so heartbreaking. And then, so then last oh. year I did it right, but I, we just didn't seem to be a lot of, I don't know. We'll see. I sent back a full, a full container. Um, they did fill all the holes in the little Mason B box. So I oh, sent cool. it back. So I don't know. We'll see what I should. I should get Olivia to come back on and tell me. Did do they know? Did my bees actually survive? But it didn't. Um, oh. We did not have a good crop in our orchard like I was hoping. But maybe they take a couple of years to settle in. I don't know. Maybe we'll have mason bees now that we didn't have before. Because yeah, they say they're the powerhouses of pollinators. Yeah, right. I, I I am definitely like I'm ten pages into my book to put it that way. I'm like newbie for sure. I did like, not I have thought... a lot of flowers last year. Like I planted several crops of buckwheat that never actually really flowered, and they only grew like four inches tall instead of like a foot and a half. It was weird. I didn't have huh. as so. But anyway, um, I wanted to ask you. Yes. Well, you're getting beat. Oh, and chicken coop. And a chicken coop again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, our big our big chicken problem is the bears. Just trying to figure out what to do with the bears. I want to get a rooster really bad and like have more chickens, but we can only have two right now till we figure out uh, either electric fence or a rebuild. Yes. The coop stronger because we like right now you know, we can, like put them in cages and bring them in the house. Uh, <laughs> so right? I can only have two. Anyway, oh. Erica, tell no, us about something you. that grew well this year. What grew well for you last summer? You know, it's so funny. I had a page, a paper somewhere, and I lost it because I was like, I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> But I, I mean, I could. It's just it's so funny. It seems like it's like so close to the next year. But I, I had a journal, and I did keep a journal. I've learned that. Um, where the journal is, that's the real question. <laughs> um, but you know, I. <laughs> It'll show up just when you need it at just the right time. Oh, exactly. And I always feel like... like the looking part is like. When I'm looking for something, I'm always finding other things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I needed that. Oh, it's good to see. <laughs> the older you'll get, you'll find out. You have more and more stuff. And so you're like, oh, yeah, I looked at that six years ago. I was wondering where that was. <laughs> yep. So that's me. So then I just get to pick my brain and kind of like, you know, close my eyes and go through the greenhouse almost. 
And the sad part is that things that I, I almost need more feedback from my customers because a lot of things I sell out of and then they go great with the people that bought them, but I have no idea because I don't have any left. And I like would purposely put back like one type of tomato or one type that I would want. But if I didn't get it in the ground, I like back behind my greenhouse is my garden and I'll have the back door open, you know, for ventilation. And that's, but if the fan is moved over where somebody could like walk, someone will. And I actually had someone walk out there and be like, no, you do have zucchini right there. And I'm like, yeah, in the pot, in the exact spot that I'm going to plant them. But here you go. <laughs> so, it's, because I want, you know, I want other people to have a garden have a garden and I guess I feel like oh well mine will be a little bit smaller but I'll start more you mean you had took like plants that you were gonna plant and they snuck back there and like hey I want to <laughs> squash because that's yeah we don't have enough starts in Eureka in our town for sale and like when I go looking usually when school gets out it's like the end of June July like usually when I'm ready it's like the 4th of July by the time like school gets out I've had two weeks to decongest and just like you know be I'm going and there's nothing left and and I just I waited last year to like come to your place because everybody kept recommending it to me besides my stepdaughter my daughter-in-law like, they were like, I'm going to Joy's. I'm going to Joy's. And so I did buy, I must have been there because it was Roka's birthday and Mother's Day are May 14th and then her birthday's the 20th. And I, and I uh-huh. bought her, her present, but they bloomed. I mean, they were in her yard. She put, I've got her like a, you know, a bowl full of flowers. And then I bought Aww. all my strawberries from you and I would have bought more if you had more. I bought like your last six strawberries. <laughs> And they, the problem I had with the strawberries was I let the dill grow over. But I think this year, after them having a year in the ground, I think this year I'm going to get a bumper crop. They, they were pretty strong. They did good. They're doing way better than my blueberries. And especially considering they got overgrown. So there's some customer feedback from you. Why don't you tell listeners, because this is like what I wanted to ask you is like, how did you know how many strawberry plants to buy? Like, what did they look like when you <laughs> bought them? Where did you order them? When did you order? Like, are you ordering them now? When did you when did you get them? So yeah, no, I I get mine from Degroot, which I I go back and forth on kicking myself for because they they were good. Um, unfortunately, the box I got a lot of bulbs and stuff from them and the box broke open so like I got it at nine o'clock at night in a black plastic bag (laughs) thankfully they were cool and they gave me my shipping back which you know was like 88 bucks so (laughs) I was like yeah that'll do whatever thanks (laughs) um and I really like I do like them um I did I have already made my order with them because they are I mean the lady was she was sweet and she wasn't trying to be like gloating or anything, but she was like, we are very popular. So if you are going to make another order, I would recommend doing it soon. <laughs> and that was back in December. So, um, and they, I honestly, I try to kind of order approximate numbers, but 
last year I just kind of said, well, I'm just going to order all of this and if, and, and I'm going to make it fit. It'll be fine. And it was because um, everybody, I did my online store for the first time and everybody pre-ordered. Most everyone picked up on time or early. So I had the extra room that when things did need potted up, I had room. Things were still on the floor. Okay, but... hold on. Back up a sec. What now? Yeah. So do you, do you, <laughs> I'm just lost. You ordered strawberries in December uh-huh. and then you sold them on line pre-order and then people came and picked them up when? Like in January, in April, in, I bought them in May. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. So I get the the bare root. I get bare root, and the the thing about bare root is that the ones from them, sometimes those those are some hawking root balls. Like they're they're. I thought I would be able to put them into six packs, and I was maybe some of them. Some of them got put into six packs, but most of them, the roots almost filled an entire forage pot. It was crazy. And normally I fill my pots before my plants come so that I could just go, you know, pop things in, except seeds. But um, normally, but these strawberries, I almost had to kind of like put the roots in after soaking them and kind of just like put some dirt around them because <laughs> they're just, the roots were so massive. And I mean, that's as far as I could tell a good thing, you know, but. Um, yeah, because that probably I, leads to a stronger plant okay so you bought you have these four inch pots that you're filling with the pico dirt is that the dirt that Mm -hmm. you're filling okay so that's what we're using for our basically our seed starter stuff so you buy Uh, the strawberry roots and but like how many did you buy like 25 like 100 150 I bought 300 last year 300 (laughs) and then tell listeners how big is your greenhouse my greenhouse is 20, 20 feet wide by 40 feet long. So, and and we have definitely, like, built tables in a way that, like, kind of can put the max amount and then, like, built layers of tables, but only done, like, half tables in the middle on top. And it kind of works. I try to put, like, shade plants underneath. And then um, I have one one table that has two double layers. Like it's got one layer and then it's got another whole table on top of it and it's pallet. So it, it, you get a little bit of light, but once you put plants on there, that's why underneath I generally put like my, my seedlings sometimes. I mean, it depends on how hot and how late I'm trying, you know, because I want them to be warm. I don't want them to, get scorched but i don't want them to not get enough light either uh, so okay. and you it, ordered the route in december but when do they deliver it to you they don't deliver it in they, december do they nope i have them deliver in like end of february early march and, and then you get to pick from the there time that you want them delivered yep cool so yeah, it's it's fun, but then you always have to be like prepared, <laughs> which I I always 
am so surprised how quickly I'm like, how did I do all that? Because we don't right now. I don't have my pots. I have like I try to recycle as many as I can, and people are so cool about bringing them back. I'm like, thank you, because good for the planet. Rock on. Um, and but I don't have my new order pots, and I haven't we haven't gone down to get to get uh, dirt yet. But we'll be doing that, and then like in a week. For some reason, it always ends up being like one single week. We fill all like three thousand pots. Like it's it's one heck of a week, and I think my back normally goes out, but <laughs> you know it gets done somehow or another. We always have um, we generally have family to come by and just help, and that's nice. And you just you know greenhouse is heated, so you get to just hang out and. Get your hands in the dirt. Nobody has shared these kind of golden seeds, Erica, on my show that I can remember. And I remember most episodes. You are interview number 365, I think, today. <laughs> so and getting up there, it's been it's gonna be six years and two weeks that I've been doing this. Six years done uh, since 2015. So um, it's a lot of interviews, but I'm pretty sure like, these are some detail. Like I just so admired you last year. I just, I was so happy to give you my money, but at the same time, I got to say, I was like, I can't believe I'm spending this much money. How did this girl do this? I have to learn how she did this. How did, and I'm like making like these little motions. You can't see me, but I'm like pretending I'm handing you dollars because in, in a sense in my heart, I was like, yeah, this is a this is not very much going into my car for how much of my paycheck it's taking. Like you know, I don't make that much money, and you know, I make twenty seven dollars an hour as a teacher. So I like I like in ten minutes had spent three hours worth of work, <laughs> and like I remember going yep. back to my car and I was like, but I have to have more. I have to, I have to have two more. And so it was like $20 and then it was $40 and then it was $60. And I was like, that's all I have. It's all my cash, but I want more. <laughs> and, and these are the best price. Like, and, and that was besides the fact, like anywhere else I was going to spend even more. Like your prices were affordable and they were grown healthy and just, I, so thank you so much for doing my feedback. Like you can have, if you need a reading on YouTube, I'll have to look and see where I can leave you a reading and I'll mention you in the, so your online store, everybody prepaid. I missed that. When do I sign up to prepay? Do you get a discount if you're prepay? And how does that work? So that I'm still trying to figure out. <sighs> and I know that's not the answer. So the, the online store should be up by the end of the month. Last year, I did, like, full prepay because I was, like, and the funny thing is, is I don't, I literally don't do anything with the money because I'm, like, you know what? Things might die. That's <laughs> just a scale. Yeah. It is. Um, but I guess so many, some, some people want to get started that early and and like I, I wanted to mention like I feel the same way because I do the same thing with plants and I like go to other nurseries still my husband laughs at me I'm like but they have things I don't have and I will just like dish out the cash but and but it's so funny because I 
you know, from the other end of it, like I'm selling my, my tomato starts and I cannot raise the price. I will not, <laughs> like, determined not to, but it's so, it's so funny because I got all these really, uh, all these different, are you there? Sorry. I am here. Okay. Sorry, right. I had another call and I could decline, but I was like, did I decline your call or did I but, um, so I have all these really unique heirloom tomatoes and some of them it's like pretty darn expensive for a pack of 10 seeds and it's really hard right? to kind of figure out that um, that algorithm to figure out you know how much time and how much time and how much whatever to, to get the right pricing and most of the time I honestly just like look around at my you know, neighboring nurseries to try to kind of make it not over, not too much, but not, the price game is, is so hard, because, like, literally, I just want to hand you plants. It's here. <laughs> um, but I swear I remember what we were talking about before then. I'm sorry. I'm awful at that. Um, oh, no. If I didn't take notes, I would be like, some, I used to type my notes, and now I switched to handwriting my notes, but I'm always going back and like, what were we just talking about two seconds ago? Because <laughs> part of it's staying present and also just like you're dropping so much great information. And, the, you know, that was exactly what I asked you. Um, you know, how do you decide I'm going to buy 300 strawberry plants? Yeah. And, I just, mean, and, and, and then how do you make them fit in there? But I love that. We just pot up 3,000 pots in one day, and I'm going to make them fit in this space that I have. And then, so then you grow them for a certain amount of time, and people order them online, and then they can come pick them up when they're ready, basically? Some yeah, so come I... Some early, and some people come later? Yeah, last year I tried to make my last pickup date... Um, I think it was the first of May, but I think it ended up being like mid May, which honestly, to be safe around here, the first of June, I think, is what everybody prefers, especially when you have like things like my petunias. They, you know, my my greenhouse, I have it set to like thirty eight, maybe. <laughs> so they get cold, so that. I, and, and then I slowly try to give them a little bit more and sometimes I'll take things out to try to harden them off before I like actually give people the plants um, and also um, I do I am, I am going to be open to the public I'm trying to move my checkout station over so that like you don't have to walk in where people are also checking out because it's really tight and I you know that's going to I feel like that might make some people a little uncomfortable. So, um, yeah, just trying to figure out what to do there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I have quite a few different plants going. And it's going to depend upon th this year I decided, you know what, I'm going to get I'm gonna get all my seeds. I'm going to put all my seeds on there, all my different varieties that I have, and then Regardless, I will grow, you know, my favorites or whatever, but dependent upon 
what people pre-order, if they pre-order something that I wasn't going to originally really grow, I will gladly grow, you know. I don't normally grow eggplant, but I happen to get seeds too because I thought, well, somebody might want some eggplant starts. <laughs> I just need to learn how to cook them. That's my problem. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I think I'm going to do it this year. I don't know. I know that I have notes over several pages of notes that all say, I'm going to grow marigolds, I'm going to grow nasturtiums, and I'm going to grow, is it zinnias and sunflowers? Okay. Those are the four big things I think I'm going to focus on next year because we didn't grow a lot of marigolds. And those are like huge companion plants for keeping bugs Mm -hmm. out and just... um, you know, encouraging beneficials and just, Mm -hmm. I, but I was super inspired by yours. Oh, well, you know, I, I should see those myself, but I don't, I get those tiny, tiny plugs. Um, I just haven't, I, I can do seed starting, but I don't have like the right setup to do high volume seed, seed, starting like I take every little seed and poke it and plant it and so when you do like 500 or more of those you're like okay I'm gonna come back now um I do have a friend well if I get 25 uh, I'll be happy of each right (laughs) I'm not trying to grow 500 like that's what I so admired about you like your quantities that you grew, what you grew in that little greenhouse was just amazing. Like you have to applaud yourself. Like you did so much um, work and you're, and you've started out small. You've been, cause like, how long have you been doing this? Is this your third year? My fourth year. Number four coming up. And so, it's just like yeah. I said, you're getting great feedback. You're getting recommended by other people. You were so recommended to me and just, uh, and you're starting small, but you're, you're, you're by 500 or 300 strawberry plants, 500, you know, these are big numbers. Yeah. I mean, this, this year is going to be crazy. You got 20 different types of tomatoes. That'll be fun. Wow. <laughs> and, oh, and I did herbs this year. Ah, so excited because I got 16 different herbs and I'm hoping to do, um, at least one, maybe three different classes. Um, there's one recipe that my husband is in love with. I think we all are. We never can get enough of it, but it's like a a Greek chicken euros and it just so happens to take like five or six different like plants. And I was like, what if I just, like, bundled the plants and then did a workshop and, like, I have all these ideas, you know, whether they happen or not. I hope they happen. I'm making, I'm making the steps to make them happen. But, and it'll probably be really small and I'll, like, turn the tables sideways so everybody can have their space, I guess. But um, it, it'll, it'll be, I hope it'll work out. Um, but, and then I get, I'm getting eucalyptus this year. I've never done eucalyptus before. That's a new one. That was my uh, brother's wedding flower. It's really pretty. Ooh, cool. I haven't actually seen the bloom on it. I've always, you know, just, I, now you have me interested. 
I don't know, but he got married in 1995, and I still have the decoration on my art Oh, wow. Like, it hangs on one of my shelves. Like, it's lasted that long. It's still blue and pretty. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll have to check out what it blooms. I just know, that, you know the leaves and... and they, really yeah, but they dry really well for a, mm-hmm. a dried wedding flower. Erica, oh. this is where we get to the root of things. Tell us, do you have a least favorite activity? Like something you got to force yourself to get out in the garden and do? Uh, I think it's the redundancy. I think that that's the sad part. Is I love gardening and I told Joy, I was talking to her the other day. <laughs> like, you know, Joy, if you do something and you start your own business doing something, you had better love the crap out of doing what you're doing because if you don't, you get so sick of it so quickly. <laughs> I mean, you, you might even love it and you'll still, like, like, that's the beauty of the greenhouse is that, you know, it's a short, it's relatively a short season. Like and and because of winter, you kind of I I get this like itch to get my hands on the ground again and start digging and I but after so much of it, it's like I almost don't appreciate it as much. I mean, I still love it, but after transplanting so much and potting so much and weeding, I, like. I do. I love weeding because it's exercise that you don't realize you're exercising and you're making something look more beautiful. You're helping your plants grow better. I also love mulch because I think it's, you know, it's not a cheat, but it's like, here, I'm going to mulch you. I don't have to water you as much and you're not going to grow as many weeds. Awesome. Um, But uh, what else? Yeah, those two. I don't actually enjoy filling that many pots. Um, I have some, like, issues with my trapezius muscles. And so, like, that motion in particular really um, puts it out of it, it inflames the crap out of it. And sometimes I'll just get to the point where I, like, my, my hands, my pinkies, are both numb and like the nerve pain is so bad that I'm like I'm just not going to anymore today but uh so but that's after like quite a few hundred that I'm just done and then you know it's over and then it's kind of sad like wait I want to plant more so yeah it's it's a it's a way of doing things and having too much of one thing to do all at once. I don't mind doing all the other little things or, you know, um, I guess I don't, uh, trying to think of one of my least favorite things. Having an unhappy customer is not allowed to be my favorite thing. No, I don't have very many of those, thankfully. Um, most everybody's pretty, pretty sweet and very kind. But, yep, that's, that, I would say that's about it. So on the flip side, what's your favorite activity to do in the garden? Uh, <laughs> it's not that. 
Oh, I just love going out and, you know, the fruits of your labor, being able to go out and pick your dinner or your snack or your lunch or whatever. So I would have my daughter go and pick me a, um, a bouquet. She knows the rule, too. But it's funny. The, the rule is it has to have more than one bloom on it if it's in the greenhouse. Because <laughs> she's mm. born, like, like snapped off the dahlia. I'm like, oh, my God. That's so sweet, daughter. But generally, we have quite a few. But it's like, <laughs> you know, when you when you work in a greenhouse, like, that's the thing that was going to sell that flower. But that's okay. But there's just so many that would have two that I just taught her, like, just take the one off the one that has two. So, yeah, definitely the, or the beginnings, you know, when you finally see those little sprouts and you're like, oh, or like, I really hope that I have a good nasturtium uh, turnout this year because my nasturtiums last year, a very good large amount did not pop up and it just killed me um and that's actually a funny story because the at Eureka Lana Garden I I shouldn't say this study I'm sorry because <laughs> it was like my first day I can delete that part had, out no worries <laughs> no, it, it was my first day and um you know you you can soak nasturtiums to make them easy and then you, you prick them a little bit to help like them to be able to come out of the, their seed shell or whatnot. Huh? No, That's the real term. You what? You prick what? Yeah, it's... you prick that the like the outside of the seed because it's kind of covered in its own little covering. Well, I was trying to be thorough, so I just peeled off the entire outside, and needless to say, none of them sprouted. And I always wondered why. And then I figured out later, oh, no, you don't do that. That's a no-no. Don't do that. (laughs) So that was another learning lesson that I remember to this day. But I honestly think the reason I didn't get a good nasturtium uh, sprouting last year was because they didn't, they were kind of on top of my dryer. And I was like, I'm going to water you, I promise. I won't forget about you. But things get, yeah. There's a lot of seeds that happen in my house sometimes. <laughs> so it's like, uh, did I want to know? Well, they dry. They're really dry. Ooh, ooh. But try to keep everything moist enough. Do you have one of those, enough. like, pump oh? spray bottle watering things? Like, it holds like a, It holds, like, a gallon of water. And it has like a pump and it's got like a little hose. My stepdaughter turned me on to that for microgreens and it's, it's kind of like a mister spray, but oh my gosh, you have to get one. I paid like 19 bucks. I'm Eureka Hardware. Okay. Well, I, it's like, it's almost like a pump spray sprayer, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I use that. I use one of those for my meme oil. Um, but yeah, I I do have a smaller one that I used to use, and that's that's the way to do it. Because otherwise, especially if you you know the soil gets too dry, then it's almost like you try to water it, and oh, it comes up and out of the little tiny container. It's just ah, but that's good to know. I'm actually getting some sprouts 
I'm cheating because uh, it's they're like quilted, in, and all you have to do is just soak them like once, and then voila, there you go. It's actually for Bruce, uh curriculum. We're doing that, and uh, talking mushroom grow kit, those two things. Because I can't, I mean, like, we could grow stuff outside, but we're trying to, like, do stuff inside, then, then just go outside and play, I guess. <laughs> um, but, yeah, where were we? I get off topic so easily. I will not deny it. <laughs> we want to know, gardening. what's the best gardening advice you've ever received? Mm. <sighs> um, things die. <laughs> uh, it's it's okay if it isn't all perfect. I don't know if that's the best I've ever received, though. It sure is. It could be. It's a good lesson. Yeah, I mean, you know, or if something dies, it's not always your fault. Sometimes it just was a fluke um sometimes it was that way before you got the plant i mean you know i've had i've had so many things that just did not like i got i've gotten plugs that they just didn't root and i had my rep my sales rep who i had called her and mentioned it and had asked to talk to their uh horticulturalist and she's like, you should have told us this earlier. That happens. It's not your fault, honey. You need to tell us so that you don't have to take that loss. And I'm like, but I don't want you. And like, I didn't kill them, but they just, they just kind of sat there. And um, I know some people use like B9 and all. Like, I'm just, I, I won't say. I try to be as organic as I possibly can i don't want to use the you know like i would rather just let it root you know give it something that will make its roots happy but not something that's gonna be like okay now do not grow anymore focus on those roots like i don't i don't actually know if b9 i don't think that's it might be organic i don't but i i've always shied away from it because i don't know and do you do you happen to know B nine? It's 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 supposed to be like a, a gross retard. It's something that makes the plant focus on its roots. And I just didn't ever do that. I was like, well, it'll do what it's supposed to do, and it most of the time it does. But there was a year, two years ago, that my celosia, my snapdragon, my not a lot of a lot of small things just didn't really take off. And, you know, it's it just others, other things did amazing in the same exact scenario. So it was like, it's just that some things aren't going to work sometimes and that's okay. But, um, yeah, so that's my advice. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> You're a wonderful gardener and you do a great job. Look at that green thumb. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what B9. I don't. I'm not coming up with anything on the internet under other than it's folic acid, right? And and so it's vitamin B9 organic compound molecule. Is that what you're talking about? It was. It was something that some 
Yeah, something that like one of the larger greenhouses had recommended to me, and I'm just kind of like, I'm good. Think so? Like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, like, I just. I was just going to say, what's your favorite tool? Like, if you had to move and could only take one tool with you, what could you not live without? <laughs> oh, man, that'd be hard. Because <laughs> um, I've learned, I mean, <sighs> there's a book in the library that was, like, Joy's favorite for a time that was, I forgot the name of the lady, but it's like, she took a shovel <laughs> and it was about this like lady who went across the ocean and was like immigrating and she brought her shovel something brighty and then she moved here and she brought her shovel and all these things that she did with her shovel and how useful it was and how everybody else was like i'm bringing my dress or i'm bringing my whatever and she had her <laughs> shovel her nifty handy dandy shovel <laughs> So I guess, you know, it'd be quite a pain to not have a shovel, but, uh, oh, gosh, I guess it depends on what area, I mean, because I've learned humidity domes are amazing, like, heating pads, um, humidity domes, so you just, they're just like the the things that you put over your, your seedling starts, but you have to be careful because sometimes they can cause too much humidity, which, if there's too much humidity and too much water, then you get, like, rotting seeds, which isn't what you want. But um, that's why I also love, like, it, they're a pair, like, the, the heating pad underneath, and you a little seedling mat, and that will keep those little seeds nice and warm and toasty while also helping with the humidity on top. And it's just kind of, I... I've had that work the best for me, especially because I'm a mom and I got all sorts of different things to do. So if that, that's the other thing, the nasturtiums didn't have that. <laughs> uh, they, when you have that, I, it makes it easier and it, it, it takes it longer for those seeds to dry out but it doesn't keep them so cold that they just sit there in the wet cold dirt i mean but some things are fine with that you know like some things you just pop in the dirt and there you have it but i guess i found a better success rate with having both of those things for seeds and seedlings and that's why I come to you to buy these things. And I'm like, I just need to give Erica some money to invest in her business. Some of my stimulus check, because like the, those are the, like last year. That's exactly what happened. My stepdaughter, I was like, she started this microgreen business and then she like, she's having too many troubles, like getting the sunflower seed shells out and like burning them. And like, she was too picky about, I felt like I was like, just, I don't know. Anyway, but I loved cool. when she would give me like a tray. She's like, here, you can take this whole tray of sunflower seeds home because we're not using them because, you know, whatever the peas burnt and this, that. And and so then I was like, 
I need a tray of sunflower seeds. I ate all those. I want a fresh tray. And she's like, well, let me just bring it out to your house and I'll show you how to make it. And she comes out and she's got the two trays and she plants the seeds for me. And she's like, okay, here, now just water the, here's, she, I don't know, she put newspaper on top or something. And like after a day, they stunk so bad, the peas, I molded <laughs> the peas and then the sunflowers never grew. And I was just like, this is why I don't want to do this. Cause this is too hard for me. Like, just give me the finished tray that will last me a month and I can just go every time I'm having a salad in the middle of February, just go grab, I want to give you $12 for a tray of some seeds. But she's like, you know, watching the videos. Oh, make $25,000 from home selling microgreens. Cause you're going to get, you know, 60 bucks from this tray. And I'm like, I'm only going to give you $12, but I will give you $12. So anyway oh uh, no i love that but you're doing like a great job you have the heat match you have the lights like a lot of the things i don't think you're giving yourself enough credit and you're raising two kids right i mean <laughs> yeah, how do you so do all this? <laughs> right neither one of them's in kindergarten yet is joy in kindergarten joy's in second grade oh my goodness Isn't that crazy right. well so but you still have a baby <laughs> on your hip most of the day uh, and you're doing yep. this on meet with me on Saturday, right? Cause your husband's watching them right now. How about <laughs> yeah, what's your what... favorite meal to cook or eat from the garden? Oh man. I will say that that chicken, uh, that Greek chicken euro oh, yeah. recipe. Um, and it's only because it takes so many different herbs. It takes, it takes dill, it takes oregano, it takes parsley, and then I was thinking, I'm like, oh, and then, you know, you put tomato in it. So I put it like a tomato start in this bundle and takes cucumber. I do cucumber starts. I, I do weird starts sometimes because I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, I got a garden. And then it's a little late. And so, you know, you're like, well, I can't go from a seed. Hey, look, there's a start. It's been growing for a month to two months. So, um, or I'm more. Totally hopefully more than nodding. Year. Absolutely. You nodding. what? I'm nodding, nodding, <laughs> nodding, nodding. Yeah. Well, so how about well, a favorite you know, internet resource? Where do you find yourself surfing on the web? Oh gosh. Um, so uh, I, I do some internet i do but generally i'll google and uh, i there's so many so many different resources the internet is like boundless you know and it's just trying to find people that you're like okay so you actually know what you're talking about right let's let's see because <laughs> there's some people that are so like determined and that their one way works and you have to be like yeah okay i'll keep that in mind and see if it works for me but um I have I was gifted and like went through a, a spell where I was collecting gardening books and now I I think I'm good until about 2030 with reading material um all right well that leads into how about a book you can recommend ah uh, uh, if I could remember what I mean they're just like you know, your organic gardening book and I am not in my house. My husband actually told me, if you want this phone call, you got to go. <laughs> so if I could go and grab it, I could, I could pick it up and 
uh, literally anything with organic and heirloom and gardener in the top in the title. Uh, there's one that was like D- I swear it was Davy Crockett. I I swear that was his name, but maybe not because I'm like that doesn't you know it makes me think of the song. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing it. Nope. Um, but and he was a gardener and he actually did like his own show on I think it was PBS like back in the seventies, I think. But I mean, yeah. Honestly, if you can get your hands on any gardening book, it'll get you started and excited. And I mean, and something with a good index, a good glossary. I'm going to say it's like. James Crockett had a had some ah. three three books and a Victory Garden show in the 1970s. Yep. Victory Garden. Yep, that's him. I was like, I know it's not Davy Crockett. Something Crockett. James Underwood yeah, were, Crockett. Crockett's victory he, garden. He seriously knew like what he was doing. It was cool. I and they actually they took like a a lot that was next to the um next to where they were filming. Like the there was the filming place and then next to it there was this empty lot and it turned into this massive garden. Like this beautiful massive garden. That just, I mean, wow. You know, and he just, any question you had, he just typed up, he was an encyclopedia. And I will not lie, I am not there yet and don't know if <laughs> if I ever will be. But it was really cool to read and just have his answer, you know. I mean, this was back before you could Google and just be like, hold on, let me just Google my answer real quick. This dude just had it all in his brain. He just liked to get down and get his hands in the dirt. And and screwed up enough times that he's like, don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Erica, you've been the most delightful guest, but we had a, we're almost out of time. So my final <laughs> question is kind of a doozy. Erica, if there's one change you would like to see to create a greener world, what would it be? For example, is there a charity or organization you're passionate about or project you'd like to see put into action? Like, what do you feel is the most crucial issue facing our planet in regards to the environment, either locally, nationally, or on a global scale? <sighs> I saw that. That was a, yeah, right? It is a doozy because I always thought that, you know, I want to make such an impact, and I love that. <laughs> um, but I definitely wish and hope that in this very near future, it will be put into the also into the hands of bigger corporations to make the you know like when you go to the store and you get a milk jug and you're like okay. I'm going to reuse this milk jug. How many times am I going to reuse this milk jug? After I reuse this milk jug, can I recycle this milk jug? Where do I recycle this milk jug? Like, I just, I guess I wish that those questions were way easier. And, you know, I guess I wish that right next to, you know, the can, the, the trash canister, I wish we had right. a recycling canister. I want that. <laughs> 
I mean, I, and I, as far as I know, do you know, I, I thought that plastic was, like, no sure more. since 2018, you cannot recycle plastic in the state of Montana. I have heard yeah. rumors that there are places in Kalispell, um, but oh. for me, to recycle the cat, I still, like, we have bags and bags of cat food cans that we can take the cat food cans to the annex and to the dump north of Eureka, mm -hmm. but I don't, partly because we go through four cat food cans a day, so, like, when I finally take them, there's going to be four more cans, 16 more cans by the, like, I want them at the green boxes. Like, to me, it's like, it's so obvious. If we just sorted it, yes, one day they drive to Kalispell, the next day they drive to Troy. Next day they drive to Kalispell, next day they drive to Troy. Like, it's the same amount of garbage, but we are hauling our plastic recycles to the landfill in Troy, 65 miles west, instead of hauling it oh. to the recycling center, 65 miles south. And Kalispell listeners, if you're wondering what we're talking about, we are hauling oh. the same amount of garbage. All we need to do is get it in the contract that Eureka Sanitation or whoever, Lincoln County Sanitation, has that says they're going to, the humans are going to separate it. They're going to put it in these different bins and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But we barely have recycling and it, it just frustrates me as much as it does you. And yeah, I just, I go back and forth. I'm not buying any plastic. Dacia somehow magically can, or whatever, she's able to not buy plastic, but no matter how hard I try. I mean, olive oil comes in a plastic bottle and we can't recycle glass <laughs> anyway. I try so hard not yep. to buy Like it, to me, it's as hard for me to pay $8 for the stupid salad container as it is. I don't even want to bring that plastic salad container home, but the, the red leaf lettuce, two ninety nine for a head of red leaf lettuce. That's going to make me one salad. So I'm going to buy four three of them to make the three salads that come in the spring mix and at least the spring mix is dry whereas the red leaf lettuce <laughs> is going to go soggy i got to put it in a plastic bag like it drives me insane and i have no okay. lettuce growing at my house like i haven't had fresh lettuce growing since august i'm kind of like that's a big challenge for me i want a i just talked to nikki jabor yesterday from the you know she's like the cover crop and she just did uh, what was it growing undercover and she's in Nova Scotia and grows all year round. I have had her for ah. your vegetable farmer. I'm like dying for just one little cold frame, like just enough lettuce for me. And the last two years have been so mild. There's no excuse for me not to have lettuce growing somewhere right now. And meanwhile, I'm having to buy these stupid plastic. I, I love your answer. I'm sorry, listeners. I know you don't want to hear from me. You want to hear, but I loved her answer. This is a struggle we're having on the flip side. My friend Joan has a podcast called the green team Academy. And she says, start with her team. So maybe you and me, Erica can like start locally, come up with a 90 day project that we are going to get recycling back in Eureka a little more or get this contract signed by the Lincoln County. I mean, I talked to Marianne Roos when she was the county commissioner and she was uh -huh. like, well, we just have to get that contract changed. How hard it's to get our commissioners, but it, it's going to take a while to people. I mean, when I first moved here, literally people, we, my husband and I put a black barrel at the green boxes and we were like, we will drive the cans to 
Kalispell, if you just put your cans in the thing, and people were so against recycling, they dumped it into the garbage, so we would have to get into the dumpster to take it out and and refill the can. And that is, those people are still big in our community today, and the mentality... I mean, we did have that recycling center at at the annex. It's still there. You can still take... Um, I don't think they take newspaper in anymore, but I do think they yeah. take tin cans and and the cans, but that's it. But it would be nice to find out, can we get plastic and get it at the dumpsters and get that change? Because our community is changing. We do have a lot of educated Canadians here who expect that. I talked to Nikki Jabor yesterday from up in Nova Scotia, and she said their whole province is organic as far as you cannot spray pesticides on your lawn to kill dandelions. They're not for sale in the stores. Certain landscapers can get a permit to spray them, but for the most part, they are not allowed. So then they have to come up with other solutions. And really, you know, the big solutions for dandelions are water, put clover in your mix, get some native grasses, um, healthier lawn, uh, more perennials. Yeah, or take up the and eat it. <laughs> yeah, pick them, you know, eat them. They're nutritious. They're the first flowers in the spring. The bees, you know, like embrace those dandelions. But I do, like, I have a friend who bought a house in December, and I have to say two years ago, and her lawn, when she, when it came out that spring, she was just devastated because it was like, it was like a dandelion field. It wasn't like a lawn, but it didn't, hadn't been watered. I mean, you could see between the plants, there was so much dirt showing. There just wasn't grass seed. There wasn't clover seed and there really wasn't water. I was like water and mow, water and mow. Oh yeah. Water and mow. And, and you know, and she did. It is, it is her lawn looks so much healthier two years later. I mean, we're, you can see, but she was just like, I just want to get rid of these just this once, but she didn't spray <laughs> and she did good. And her lawn is looking better, but, Oh, I love that answer. Erica, bless <laughs> your heart. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I mean, I just, I know listeners, I mean, it's a great time because we're getting those checks. I just got Mike and I got our check in the bank yesterday um, they're coming listeners and I hope to inspire you to try and think about starting a green business, starting something small. Now you, so then you're kind of done, right? Like you have, kind of have July and August off. You're not doing business stuff since then, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, people still will come by if I have to plans out, but by August, it's kind of like, yeah. Nah, You're pretty much sold much out. Here. I thought you were mostly almost sold out in May when I was there. You didn't have much left. Yeah, I mean, and that's and, kind of a nice part of that it. business. Yep, it is just it's very. I mean, in some ways, their income's gone, but also like it's a very seasonal part of the year. Like I always told Mike, that was what he should do because I was like, because then. We don't have to worry about putting them outside. You know, there's also like a big difference between growing a six inch tomato pot and growing a huge, full, giant tomato plant that's going to produce tomatoes that you're going to sell at market. Like to me, those organic starts like, and as you said, you, you know, people are wanting them and you're sold out. So we, I think it's a, a good need. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. My, my husband continues to go <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, no, and I and and the starts they just they do they go, and so it's kind of like that's what the pre-order I think will help. But you know, I will also try to do as I have goals to because last year my tomatoes and my peppers were very small, and someone commented, and I just was like, oh, golly, but I was like, but you're right. <laughs> Because uh, a lot of the time I use the the little starter plug packs mm-hmm. to plant my seeds. Mm-hmm. Like so, I get my I get my um, plugs the first of March, and then and then that's when I'm supposed to start my seeds. But generally, that is not what happens. It's like like my goal has always been St. Patrick's Day, but honestly, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna make a goal for like end of February and then and then it'll be <laughs> it'll be on time you know um and I have some really I have I was gonna look up what it was an Aji Sharapita or something it's a little tiny pepper and it's like a house pepper so there's a bunch of different ones that I want to be really big by the time people come in and so it's like I'll just I will stop earlier <laughs> what do I say every year? But I mean it this time. Uh, Erica, thank you so much for sharing with us today. You have a wonderful oh. Saturday and keep up the great thank work. Alrighty, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Hey everyone, Jackie Marie Byer here on the mic. It is Friday. February 5th, 2021, did you love my interview with Erica Tucker or what? I just want to remind you, tomorrow morning, Saturday, February 6th, 2021, Patty Armbruster is going to be doing her amazing webinar on um, what to do if you have pests. And now is the time to think about it. Before you order your seeds, you can make sure you get those flowers and plants that are going to lure in the beneficials that are going to build your, that you order the mycorrhizae, that you know what, um, you know, what were Mike and I talking about this morning? The alfalfa meal he puts in, oh, that might be to boost the nutrients. Anyway, you need to order those things now. Seeds are selling out. You're going to want to know what seeds, what fruit trees to buy. She's going to go through that tomorrow. She's going to talk about um, what you want in your garden, how to build that ecosystem, how to keep it healthy so you don't get pests, so you don't get disease. She's got this awesome recipe that she's going to share. She's going way more in depth. She's been putting in pictures. We've done Zooms all week talking about what um she's gonna share so 37 dollars um it's really easy to sign up i'll make sure the link is in the show notes the links are always in the show notes maybe i don't say that (laughs) um there's probably a link on the ask patty page is there a link on the ask patty if there's not i'll put one there right now um so it's organic order podcast.com forward slash patty um so you can join the Zoom link. I know everybody on my email list, I sent out two emails this week. One on Monday, I think, or Tuesday, and one this morning. Just, or did I? Wait. The one this morning, I think, goes to tell you about the free Grow Live. It might have a reminder about the paid version at the very end of it. 
Um, but it has the Zoom link because last week there were a lot of people that were like, I tried to get into the Grow Live and I couldn't find the Zoom link. So I told Patty, let's make sure that like each Friday we send out the Zoom link. Um, so uh, if you if you want if you're having any problems that way, just email me at orgpodcast at gmail dot com. Just fill out the contact sheet. I have tons of people. Daisy is like, I filled out the contact sheet on your website. <laughs> Just go to contact me. It comes right to my phone. Um, you know, send us a Facebook message. Um, but if you want to join us on the free grow live at nine, uh, I encourage you to come learn about planting seeds. I definitely encourage you to sign up for the paid webinar. Patty won't be, will be sure to you know, teach you what you need to know to grow a healthy ecosystem that's going to deter pests, keep the disease down, and give you the most produce, healthiest produce, most nutritious, lovely to grow and eat and enjoy food you could possibly get. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.